but they didn't get me because I was going to get a TV. I'd show you, but I found one on the street. On th- it was a Thanksgiving miracle. Street V. So I found a street TV all because I was like, I've been trying to do work from my be- bed. <laughs> <laughs> the bed fist. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. There's that's how it's done. That's how it's done. Groaning in the morning. I can't check for this. Whoa. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> no can do. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Someone lives in a box castle, and someone has a nice place in Los Angeles. So, for those of you that don't know, first, don't welcome know. to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. I'm Case. For those of you that don't know, dynamic don't, we, duo. Here, hold on. This is a w- trigger warning. We don't want to break your hearts in half, because mine right. was split in twain like it was hit with a lightning bolt from Zeus. I know. It's really sad. Uh, the great, actually the greatest selling duo of all time, uh, yeah. music duo, it's either most number ones or most, it's always the craziest thing when you're like, oh, every answer to these questions must be the Beatles or Madonna or Michael Jackson. But they're like, no, the greatest selling single of all time was the Scorpions. And then you're like, what the fuck? And they're like, the number one sellingest album was... Tony Curtis. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> Hot off the Boston Strangler. <laughs> oh, well, he didn't do it. Do you think he did an album? Oh, he had Tony Curtis. Look at look at his lineage. Look at Christmas his Christmas album. He's probably. a couple pops. Give that guy a couple pops. Yeah. We could get him in the studio to record an album back in the day. Sure. Uh, but then who we're talking about is Hall and Oates, who mm-hmm. maybe it's because they're a duo, but they have the most number ones or the most selling albums. But now they have the most hated of friendships because <laughs> it was either Hall or Oates. Help me out. Who's the blonde? Hall, right? Yeah. Daryl Hall and uh, Jerry Oates. I, I <laughs> Tony I only Oates know Darryl, and Curtis Hall. Of my own ego, because his name is Daryl. My middle name is Daryl, so I always remember Daryl Hall. Oh, that's nice. And my middle name is Grains, so (laughs) So it's Grains and Oats. Um, So I think I I got it. I'm even going to take a stab, because the only thing Mm -hmm. I read is it's not as sexy as one might think. No. Unfortunately. Or fortunately. It's, it's, It's... Angry, grumpy old men bullshit. They yes. should just remake the movie Grumpy Old Men. I'd r- watch a heartbeat. Recast it as Hall and Oates because it is that. It is basically like, we were friends and we did stuff. And then we got old and we got real grumpy. Because when you get old, all you do is check your checkbook. I, but their checkbook is Checking. so full. So full. Check, I know, right? Wouldn't how full if must your checkbook be for you if to not give a fuck anymore? I think it's a pride thing. So Right. It's like Twitter shit. Like yeah, they're yeah. like, my granddaughter's on Twitter and they said Oats is a notes. They said Thank Oats yous. is notes. 
is what made Sarah smile so popular. And he's like, no, it's Hall's Balls that wrote that tune. <laughs> Hall's Balls that and Oates' Fucking notes. Hall's, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but t- t- as buried of the lead as we can, Hall is suing Oates or is it Oates suing Hall? They're in like a weird- Or not like, suing, it's like a- but- they need to make an entire show just called L.A. Court. Yeah, right. And just like whatever fucking happens to these people that reach a certain echelon yeah. of fame and notoriety, because I sent you the link and I read it. Yeah. And it was just like, couldn't you guys just leave well enough alone? Yeah, I, I just read a follow up on it, too. Because this heat isn't going to sell more albums. It's going to be like. Why are these two old men fucking pissing their pants and yelling at each other across the lawn? How come they haven't jumped on the, like, I'm going to sell my, the Dylan train. Like, I'm going to sell my entire catalog for half a billion dollars and just be done with it. Because these right. two are chintzing over, uh, you know, who got a man eater byline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a fucking byline. Yeah. God, if any, if fucking any JP sketch goes anywhere and crushes, I'm never going to fucking ant fuck you or fucking Mitch or Justy or right. DeVito or yeah. Stone. Like, no, I should be head writer of, um, well, the world's greatest cunt sketch. There, you know, but like, there's a difference though. There's something. Me? So if you sell cunt sketch tomorrow and I see you mm-hmm. on TV and you've got, Diamond studded oh. boots oh, on. Oh, hell yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know I need a set of boot money. I don't have any. I'm I'm watching this from my phone in my car. <laughs> I was like, my now I need to my boots get money. some money at least. But Hall and <laughs> Oates both have enough money, whether one has a dollar more or the other. They, yeah. they it's It can't be a money fight. So just a heads up, it's about a restraining order. So you yes, sent me the article. Sorry. Hall puts restraining order on Oates. And I was like, what did Oates do to do be restrained? Because what do you think about? It? You're like, did he Burglar sneak into his house? Up the ivy, did ivy fucking lattices. Yeah. Um, but it's just a restraining order. Hall's like, Oates, you can't play any Hall songs solo. That's the restraining order. He's restraining his He's ability restraining to his, rock. Oh, a lock on his voice yes. and his beautiful bassy wrists. What's that thing called where they put on the the metal underwear? It's a throat. Oh, chastity fuck, throat. It's the, uh, chastity, chastity throat. <laughs> chastity neck. It's a chastity tie, and it just sits on his jaw and keeps his jaw shut. Oh man. Oh, I wonder no, if no more oats. lovely warbles from that beautiful bearded face. Because I see a lot of pictures of Oats because they're really dominating mm, yeah. my feed. And Oats mm-hmm. looks like, I guess if you shrunk, uh, I guess if you shrunk uh, Steven Tyler down, like Ooh, to that's a, a good Loompa yeah. kind of. But like, so. But he's always smiling in the photos I see. They seem to be happy guys. Paul is always maudlin, sour. He's a sourpuss. Put the. Lock on him. Hall has a show on the deepest of cable called oh, like please, Rockin' in Hall's Basement. Is it Freebie is, or is it yeah, Tubi? No, it's it's Pluto. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they go to Pluto. Almost. But Almost. you uh basically he has all these amazing musicians over 
to his basement mm-hmm. and they just jam. And the idea is it's kind of an ego thing because it's no. Sure, of course. We don't get together and you got to know your standards because Hall will be like, one, two, three, give me Texas Flood. And then you got to be ready to rock into Texas Flood. You know what I mean? Sure, it's of course, like, And yeah. all these guys that, are like. Not an easy pros. one to go into. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, come on, come on. Give me some Stevie Ray Vaughan now. (laughs) And now. And now. Like, what? He's a once in a lifetime fucking artist. You can't. Right. I I physically cannot do that. He's like, yeah, I toured in the late 90s with Credence, but I can't. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) But don't play in Oats. And I don't know if there were any Oats. Did they? They must have written them together. The neck cog, like, is is Hall the, like we were just saying, the five, six, seven, eight, go, go, go. And then Oates is the, all right, here we go. Got to turn the crank on this machine. We're all fucking, we got to play our part. We're all cogs in the system. Let's, whoa, let's go. I think he's the juice. I think Hall I think is the it. brain. And... The brain doesn't work without the the chemical release. He's the serotonin. So Hall yeah. comes in and he's like, all right, Oats, I got something. Watch out, boy, she'll chew you up. She's a man eater. And then Hall, Oats is like, whoa, no can do. I think those are different songs. <laughs> oh, no can do. <laughs> okay, table that other song, but whatever. But I like where you're going <laughs> They all do blend. They all blend they're, for me. They're both like, they're a pair of left shoes. They're both left foots. They just don't. Yeah. They work if you need them to. Like Jim Thorpe, they threw his shoes away because the fucking 1926 Olympics were so racist. He found a pair of two left foot shoes and an extra sock. That's Hall and Oates and won the gold. So do they now get together? Is it Simon and Hall? And Oates and oh. Garfunkel. Oh wait, there was a ba- there's those comedians, those girls, Garfunkel and Oates. That's uh, peculiar. I would say I put my money on Oates Simon. Yeah, Oates Simon <laughs> like, would be I'm great. Paul Simon, as if he's the dark horse. Mm, let me think. No, Who's the Oates dark horse Simon's of all better. these four people? Oates Simon. You may not get a lot of songs, but I think you're going to get like two and a half good. Really, you're crushers. gonna get some hummers. You're gonna get too much oh, poetry yeah, yeah, from yeah. Hall and Garfunkel. Funkel and fucking Hall is just no. like two screeching hens. <laughs> the fight. The They're fight. all gonna be trying to out sing each other, like out out creative emo each other. Each other. Yeah. Yes. A stick, a stone. It's a man eater's bone. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. I think I Man. only know three songs. <laughs> cool. They had a graveyard song that was 35 minutes long. Yeah. And they just sang about dead people they like. Oh, man. That was. and But there you go. There's the old men. Shitload mm-hmm. of money. I guess they were younger men. Right? Simon and Garfunkel broke up. They seemed like old men to me. But they were probably in of their course, 30s. They're always old men. Yeah. Right? You know, or 40s. When yeah. it was like that rift. And then they got back to, in, to do it in Central Park. Hall and Oates are going to get back together and they're going to do it in the Subway. <laughs> A Subway sandwich shop. One, two, Midtown. three, four. <laughs> Beat it! 
<laughs> I'll take the veggie delight, but not the veggie patty. Only veggies, 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 veggies. Oh, I hate the veggie patty. Forget that. Oh, I veggie hope they got rid of it. Junk. It's fucking junk. Junk. I mean, it was the precursor to. It stayed together. Oh sure, of the course. sandwich Something put to a bite restraining into. order on veggie patty. It had a, it had a toothiness to it, but you didn't know what the fuck that was. Yeah. I ate way too many in Hardy retrospect. Mush. Way too many. I was. I guess that's a young man's gut. The amount of tuna. <laughs> oh, the young fish man's game. The young man's gut. I ate from a questionable subway in a downtown food court is bonkers. I don't know who. I don't know why all of a sudden I started getting tuna fish subs, but that is that is oh that is a gamble I wouldn't wouldn't play with my life with if if your life was on the line. I no I <laughs> like I always put a because we had that one subway in Watertown. Yeah, yeah. It was in that strip mall. It always felt exotic. No, because it hold had on, the subway on. map on it. Oh, I love that. Was it a strip it a, mall or was it just? A subway and a liquor store in that one building by the, the gas street. and goodies. The first subway place was across the street from the Spies and the Drake Motel. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> That's right. right. There's a sushi place there now. Was uh, that one? That... Yeah. Wow. I forgot all about I, that. We never went, but our uh, a friend's family would take us when we had sleepovers and we're like, living that fucking high life. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Subway, baby. Look at this old map. Look at this old map. It. I love that it works for me now as a forty-two-year-old, as it worked for me when I was a twelve-year-old. Oh I was yeah. Like, Ooh, old subway maps. <laughs> they are mm. fun. The smell of wet bread. Oh yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Next, first stop BLT. Next stop Harlem. <laughs> I don't even think it was a real <laughs> when we were subway in high school, map. There was one of those roughneck kids who was like a journeyman kid yeah, that hung out with our friends, and it was like, he worked at Subway, and he jerked off into the mayonnaise. Oh, of course. It's, so that's... you're like, well, you can live by the sword, die by the sword, baby. How much do you like Subway? Do you believe that story, or do you, do you write it offhand? So we've all heard different versions of the story. Did you hear this story, that all these kids went to the... The event of the year, which was the double A basketball tournament. Yeah. Oh, of okay. Course, yeah. So everybody goes. Mm-hmm. You hope your team makes it to the next round so you can at least have one night over in the hotel. All our wheat fed, corn fed families yep. were like, give me, you give and me I the are holiday like, give me one more night of fucking HBO, please. Yeah. Yep. So I had always heard that a group of either basketball players or um, somebody affiliated, they went to the subway. The mayonnaise had been jerked off into, <laughs> and they jerk. all got herpes on their <laughs> lips. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's so funny. I was watching. This is an interesting segue. I was watching, if we're ready for it, I was watching this. So Black Friday just happened for those uh, of you listening. Yeah. It's been a while. This is a long break we had. Um, so it, it's, is, it yeah. is good to be back. Um, so... Uh, Thanksgiving has passed us. Black Friday has passed us. Now it's Super Saturday, whatever they want to call it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did do one Black Friday thing yesterday. I got Paramount Plus because it's like a dollar ninety nine for three there months. You go. So they're gonna get two months, Milk and thirty that. days out of me, and then I'm <laughs> fucking gone. 
until next Friday. Get all Black those Yellowstone spinoffs because yeah. oh, they're all enjoyable. Wait. They're great. So, but I what I watched is this documentary. There's two parts: one where I'm an idiot, and two where this documentary's an idiot. So the first one is it's so it's called JFK. First of all, mm-hmm. it's November 26th now, something yep. November 22nd, 60th year and 60 year anniversary of when JFK was shot in Dealey Plaza, yeah, in Dallas. Crazy. The documentary. There's a few documentaries out, obviously, because everyone's to cash in. The one on Paramount Plus is called JFK Revealed: What the Doctors Saw. Okay, so it's the doctors yeah. at Parkland mm-hmm. Hospital where they took Kennedy right after he got shot. It's a trauma center. One of the best trauma centers in the country, apparently. It's where you want to go if you're fucking got a gunshot. Oh, my God. Well, hello. So they talked to all the doctors. Now all the doctors that are left, young med students, by the way, the ones who fucking weaseled, elbowed their way into trauma room one. Mm-hmm. Not that they weren't there, but... um. The main Stubbed guys are those dead fucking lucky because strikes. they were like, old. Yeah. He's here, Jesus. Basically, yeah, they talk about that. Um, and they all talk about how they're like, I don't understand. Like when the autopsy photos were released, because they didn't do an autopsy in Texas because mm-hmm. the Secret Service is like, nope, peace. I mean, you and I all know those glassy black and white oh, that look like yeah. creature feature fucking shit. Like those I've seen, I, you've the, seen the, it. The back head flap. Hanging yeah. over the gurney. You can draw it from your dreams almost. Yeah, it's, it it's haunting. But they're like, I don't, they're like, none of that looks like what we all saw. Don't Can't we all agree? And then they go back to their notes, some of which have been confiscated, some of which have been declassified now. And they're like, yeah, we all talk about this open, like basically the back of his fucking head was missing the, the right back half yeah. of his occipital lobe they're like his one guy's like his brain fell out onto the gurney like if we put it back fucking in like part of it so oh they're like the guy that's we like, don't fuck. Yeah. i yeah. didn't do it easy on the gurney fellas come yeah. on so, but all these x-rays from bethesda they're like it doesn't make sense they're like it shows the x-rays shows a blowout in the front of his head they're like there was no damage to like this front occipital lobe, yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. they're saying something's yeah. afoot. And you're like, oh, that's that's pretty inter- That's pretty damning evidence. What if you were the most handsomest hobo in Dallas sixty yeah. years ago, oh, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, baby, you got the goods," and he's like, "Huh? Oh, I'd love to ride in a limo. Who is oh, this? Oh boy, Jackie Kennedy." <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, oh boy. Give me a second, please. Open air? Ooh, I haven't had fresh air in a while. I've been in a gully for two weeks. <laughs> so you're saying the hobo got it? I'm saying the most handsomest hobo in America. JFK. Unfortunately, he followed our 16 suggestions, rolled into Dallas, yeah. and oh, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, met the, the most other hobo. Behind the picket fence wasn't following those And then rules. JFK goes on to travel the country like the Incredible Hulk. Oh, that would be good. I Fixing have problems. An, I have an old... How old would J- JFK? I guess he would be dead by now, you would think. Um, oh, easily. Of course, he has to be. <laughs> he'd be he would be... His back would be... years old. Yeah, that's, that's one of the... He r- would look things. like a Thanksgiving turkey by now. Yeah. His spine would have ground down to just nothing. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't bad. And that's part of that's one of the reasons people are like, you don't <gasps> understand 
He was Rosalind Carter the whole time. Oh, rest, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Roz. JFK and Roz K. God, those guys CRC. fucking living forever, Jimmy Carter. Nothing but a diet of fucking peanuts will do for you. Jeez. Like a grouse. Like a wild grouse. <laughs> yes. If you eat off that wild Georgia feed, you're going to stick around <laughs> for a while. But... Uh, so that, but the documentary, so I'm like, this is an interesting take on the documentary is the first thing I watched mm-hmm. when I got Paramount yeah. plus because I'm watching it and the intro starts yeah. and this audio comes in. It's like, you see JFK walk across yeah. the beach. You see the words 12 PM Dealey Plaza. And I'm like, Ooh. what a strange narration. And then it goes, you see the title card. White letters, JFK, it's split in half with a bullet. And I was like, what an interesting take about a documentary about an autopsy where the autopsy, the actual documentary. No, I was watching it with blind person audio on. (laughs) AD, audio AD. And I watched it for about 55 minutes until I was like, this is too fucking confusing because of so many fast cuts it's like jfk sitting on a boat jackie kennedy wearing pink i was like god they are taking this thing to the fucking limit and i was like keep up i need a gatorade (laughs) give me a second but uh then the other thing because then i was was like just dumb dad played it once and then clicked it again yeah and then it overlaid the it over it just as if i couldn't see it right um it's not a very good documentary it's shot really sensational unfortunately um if you're gonna watch a documentary if you're interested there's one on peacock that's actually or no excuse me disney plus that's actually national geographic sadly you can do over under on your doc content because you and i have consumed a lot of docs and jfk jelly bodies if you got (laughs) yeah if you got three to six jelly bodies probably uh Watch it during the afternoon. Oh, Don't pop the corn and get the family yeah. around the old hearth. <laughs> those jelly bodies, man. That was the thing. That's what they keeping s- a whole industry alive. Just Spread that over your Thanksgiving biscuit. I know. It looks just they pull those Give jelly nice bodies right out of the jelly body shape. What is this? Cans. Orange chamomile? Mm. Ooh, I love it. Man. Uh so, yeah, so we still don't know. We still don't know. Oh, but then, okay, so back to jerking off in the mustard. Didn't the guy just die, Hans? Didn't, wasn't there one of the his bot, his last living, JFK's last living bodyguard? We should have had him on the podcast. You're thinking was, of Clint Hill. Is still that what, fucking alive. Oh, he's not 90-something years Ugh. old. I think he just celebrated his 90-something birthday. He's the fa- he's he's the guy. He's get that he was Jackie's. He was Jackie's Secret Service. Uh, he's the guy, uh, and this takes me back to the jerking off, who, when you see Jackie reach back, which apparently is for a piece of brain, she comes out of the car <laughs> reaching back. He's the one who pushes her back in the car. And I was thinking about this yesterday, right? Yeah, Secret Service, there was a lot of... They uh, fucking gunned those cars down the fucking highway with Secret Service guys holding on to the side rails. Can you yeah, imagine yeah, how yeah. fucking terrifying those are? With that fucking juice, though, you could have been like, fucking keep driving. Drive me that, to Milwaukee. That had to be so scary. Because oh, Clint yeah. Hill, he wasn't just holding onto the side. He was draped over Jackie like a spider. So he was holding on like a... Like you'd see a flying squirrel, so holding on to both yeah, sides. Yeah, like, with shoot his, yeah. me, please. Ugh. Please, God, give me a shot. So the 
the famous lore I heard, tell me if you heard this. And I was like, did I believe that for one second? Because I did. I was like, did you know that a piece of JFK's skull was blown off when he was shot Mm -hmm. and a little boy picked it up and thought it was a piece of coconut and started eating it? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ, what? No, I, I'm like, did <laughs> what is that Watertown lore? I was like, did I, I make that up? Did I hear that somewhere? Because Coconut? that is a wild, wild thing to have thought I mean, for a long time. Animal or human guts smell like guts. Yeah, I've cracked a real. I've cracked open stuff. Yeah, the yeah to eat just for this Thanksgiving. I I carved a raw turkey so we could roast it mm-hmm. and not have to deal with the shit after the fact. You don't mistake a bone <laughs> with like a little bit of that red hue. Like, ooh, ooh, is this coconut water? Fresh from the coconut water factory. And even if it was coconut, who's eating coconut off the Who, street? What creature? <laughs> Go back to the Dallas sewers, you monster. I'm the first with the torch and the goddamn pitchfork. Oh, man. That's the president's skull bone, you monster. But then I, I was thinking. I didn't know any better. I'm so hungry. Because <laughs> I looked it up. I was like, where did that manifest? Right. So I looked up online and I was like, that's interesting. Because I've been really immersed in this for a long time, as many people that are oh, nerdy yeah. dads have. Um, Long before I was dad. But JFK was his desk famously had a coconut on it that he wrote on it. Because when he saved all those, his fellow Navy men, when PT-109 had that accident, and he fucking swam four guys with his teeth to that island, he wrote a message on a coconut for anybody to find it, letting them know, like, hey, we're stranded on this island. So he kept the coconut on his desk. There's a fucking timeline where that coconut is still floating around in the ocean, and fucking JFK is, like... Sexy bones on a fucking mm. atoll a in the oh middle my of fucking God. nowhere. Right, yeah. There is that multiverse. Like, how can you, like, and that's, like, one of those crazy things. Like, even if it's fake, I think it's true. Or some of it's true. Like, everything is, there's a bit of, something you know, in show something. business and everything. Like, sure. he was the fucking president. He was the, he's the guy. He's Camelot. Yeah. So a lot of that is fucking show business to like break the fucking hands off the levers of power that are just like old school regional politics. So some of that has to be true. Could like, could you imagine being a guy that's like, all right, fellas, I just, my back is killing me. I just saved you all. Uh, okay. First thing on the list, I'm going to write a note on a coconut and throw it like a football, (laughs) but I'm sure his throw was like the girliest fucking terrible throw he didn't throw it like peyton manning or fucking john elway it was like weep sorry guys i need to redo could you jerry could you rewrite that beautiful note you wrote and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just i didn't warm up i didn't like a beer cap (laughs) it just goes weep and washes could you imagine that note washing back up and you're like could fucking john francis throw this fucking coconut any further (laughs) Well, they say the the kick it at least kick it. You're like 
semi-European. You're rich. Like, you like soccer, right, fucker? Just get it. Uh, were the Kennedys really into... That's a multiverse, because they're, they're famously the Kennedys were known for their football games. In sure. fact, they created their own football game on uh, the ski slopes, and that's how that one, you know triple generation Kennedy, one of Bobby Kennedy's kids died because they created a game of football while you're downhill skiing in which there's four quadrants and everybody has a quadrant and you need to like keep your ball out of your quadrant. And one of the Kennedys was skiing backwards and he fucking went into a tree. See, that's, you got nothing to lose. That's the, you tell me you got nothing to lose, baby. Yeah. I can fly an airplane with my feet and have no pants on. <laughs> right. Like, what are you doing? But, well, that's what they say about Kennedy with PT-109, though. Nothing to lose. He was just like, I got to fucking do my bid in the war because that's what you do if you want to rise to the ranks. Right. And yeah. apparently the, the, the conspiracy, let's say, is he was just a really bad PT boat captain. And that's why they fucking <laughs> ran into a bigger ship. They're like, you couldn't have missed it. You know, he just didn't have the rails on anybody. So they fucking r- ran into a gunner ship and lay fucking off the exploded. fucking Green Lantern comics. JFK, watch where you're fucking driving. And part of that uh. comes through because he wrote a book about it. Surviving PT 109 and some of the stories he's like, I let the boys go on shore and fill the gas tanks with brew. You know, it's like they need those. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you let them pour out gas to get more booze. If we cut the gas, Jay, we can get a fucking toot. <laughs> Here we go. Let's do it. I don't want to fucking fight nobody. Uh, I want to do nothing. He had the Revenge of the Nerds boat. Mm. Oh, Revenge of the Nerds 2 boat. Oh yes, of course. The Revenge of the Nerds Two boat. Yes. Sure. He's Booger. He's Booger. Pre- Bo- Booger Kennedy. Booger Kennedy. Let's <laughs> put that together. I suppose if there's going to be a Booger president, it's got to oh, be Booger Kennedy. Know. He was horny as all get out. Nothing. For he horny. Dallas. That suitcase always full of with Booger Kennedy. Yeah. Oh. Ugh. You know what's interesting? Ugh. I didn't realize, and this is because the timelines, you just, because they keep going in so many different directions, Mm -hmm. the timeline goes to Bethesda following Kennedy, the timeline goes to Mm -hmm. Oswald, to the theater, to to Tippett, to the theater. So, like, they skew out. Kennedy landed in Dallas. Yeah. And he was on, his fucking bones were on that same plane within three hours going back to Washington. That all happened in three hours. Like, how fucked is that? Like, how insane is that? That's crazy, right? I always think of it as, like, because it's such a monumental event, obviously. That goes yeah, the same, yeah, but, yeah. like, as this drawn-out thing, because there's so much material. But that shit was land, boom, fucking out of sure. here. Yeah. He had a he had a fucking shrimp cocktail for lunch. Mm. Like, he didn't have enough time to, like, eat a lunch. Like, to be like, hey, can we go see the sights of dallas it was like no let's get in this car yeah they'll come back to this airplane and i can say uh adios to you y'all fuck you yeah i'm only here because of my fucking vice president well he needed that vote yeah he needed the he barely won texas that's why it was there oh god it's so fucking and there's and there's so much other like because it was like yes there is like uh, Joe Kennedy was mafia, but yeah. not as much mafia as everyone would like him to be. Right. He's just like, 
a fucking old bootstrapper, fucking bootlegger guy. So of course he has to deal with the mafia. If you want to make money selling illegal booze, yeah, you're not selling it like out of like a lemonade stand, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's like, yeah, he's connected to the mafia, and they're like, well, he didn't do us dirty. We'll make sure to give Chicago ears for him. Yeah, and then you know it goes from there, and we know that with mafia shit, it's like all it takes. I just recently was like part of it was just like I think the JFK assassination comes down to what is sexy is it's the CIA. Yeah. Like cuz he didn't want to do the war. He doesn't want to do it. Sure. He's like Ike, military industrial complex and honestly what happens is the mob killed him and the CIA is scared. <laughs> They're like, "What? We let the sh- FBI let the shit happen." They're like, "Uh Okay, fuck it. Sorry. Uh, we can't admit that we bump, fumbled the ball so badly. Yeah. Or it could be if you get into that idea. Like, maybe they did it and they're like, we're going to let you think it was the mafia. I think. Oh, so I'm on the same boat, slightly different. Is I think that they panicked real early because you're at the height of the Cold War and they're like, if this shit is. Mm-hmm. The Russians or the Cubans, we're at war. So let's at least temper that. And they tempered it too much too early. And they were like, we really looked like we lied hard the last 12 hours. Uh, Let's just cut our losses and fucking go with this. It was probably a little bit of something else. It wasn't us, but it's real easy just to be done with it. We mentioned it on the podcast, like there was a salacious book, but it was about how JFK's back medicine was very much like anyone's back medicine back then. It was just fucking hardcore methamphetamines. Yeah. Doctor so he Feelgood. was being fed and you could, yeah, exactly, Dr. Feelgood. So they were like, he's kind of too far gone on this shit. Yeah. And he's like tooting around these hotels with uh, fucking oh, anybody, yeah, yeah but yeah. like Marilyn Monroe and other people. And he's just like, because he's like, I feel good for the first time in a while. Like, they were like, we gotta get fucking rid of this dude because we can't corral him, other than trapping him in a hotel with a bunch of prostitutes. Again, crazily salacious. I don't know. Maybe half of it's true. Maybe a quarter of it's true. Maybe none of it's true. There, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's no doubt right. with all that's come out about his sexual appetite. His we'll call dalliances. It, that uh, the little bit we know is probably 10% of what sure. we know. So he, he could have very well had fiend. sex with the mafia boss's fucking yeah. courtesan. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you think you're the fucking king of this sex fucking country? Smith. I'm fucking... <laughs> Jada Pinkett's is slapping his grave right now. She's trying to put that eternal flame out. Oh, Will. Willie boy. Uh, so, yeah. yeah so, about... we don't know. We yeah, don't we know. Don't. We'll, and we'll never. I think. I don't I think. I think so. I think we will know. And you. I don't think it will be us. I think it will probably be our grandchildren. We'll get the information and they'll be like, yeah, that's what everybody thought at the time. But it, we need to be far enough removed where yeah. no one can get in trouble. Well, time. Time travel. <laughs> oh, if only. Yes. 
you know, go back and check as it out. As if there is a fucking slapstick. I I think now the the older I get, I think uh, fucking Back to the Future is a plant from the CIA because it taught a bunch of us slacker nerds that we could be time travelers. Right. We just have to fall into a fucking time machine in a fucking barn somewhere. Oh, Instead man. of actually working on zero point travel, we're like, nah, I'm just gonna I don't fucking I want cool Nikes and a skateboard. Hoverboards. That's that's so pivot. Did that tamp down the the premium era of time travelers? Did Back to the Future ruin it for all of potential chrononauts? Chrononauts? Is that is that the terminology? Well, that's what I, that's what I say. Capacinots. Um I guess if, if anybody was legitimately trying, then they had to put on a funny jacket and headphones. Because sure. otherwise Terminator it's not sexy makes enough. it tough. You have to be a machine. Yeah. Or you have to be Michael Bean. And Michael he Bean. like he's fa- fucking fantastic in Terminator one because he's so affected and like put upon and naked most of the time. Yeah. Like, He's just chased the whole time. He's like a scared alley cat the whole time. Right. And then the the later ones are like, you got cool Arnie as the fucking paternal Terminator. Sure. I never saw. I saw one and two, obviously. I saw two, then one. Mm-hmm. And then three was with the female Terminator? Yeah. We, we I remember we watched it in Minneapolis because we rented it. Okay. And it's got the sexy lady Terminator that's was both Arnold in machine it? and liquid metal. Yeah, he's very in cool. It. Very cool. I don't think it um, was very good. And then was four. No, it wasn't particularly great. Just Christian Bale, and they went someplace totally else with it. Christian, yeah, that was the one that I thought would be cool. Was that that one was set in? It's John Connor. Yeah, he's adult John Connor, like right. in the Terminator Wars. Sure, good idea. I don't uh, think it worked. I the the crux was they did CGI where there was a Terminator that didn't think he was a Terminator with Sam Worthington, who's a who's a good actor I like from a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, he was like, "I'm human, I'm human," and but he was a Terminator, and so then his story arc is he gets sent to the Skynet to kill Skynet and protect. Um. John Connor's dad from going back, Sean Bean from going back in time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's all convoluted. Once you start explaining it, you're like, come on, Dad. Sam. Why didn't you Wa- go to was church? Was it Sam Waters? Talk about church. <laughs> but then the recent one was supposed to be like a throwback to basically Terminator mm-hmm. 2, right? And then nobody watched. It. Yes. Right. No, no. At least I didn't even Everyone. see it, which is crazy because I love Terminator 2. Ash and I started it and we're like, eh. But here's the transition to that. It's begun. I don't know if you've heard. The the news has been dominated huh? by Gay Will Smith, Daryl Hall, Sue and Oates. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck else is going on in the world. Some oh, jo- oh, Joe Biden did turned a thousand. Did you oh, see yeah. that picture of Joe Biden's cake? I don't know who no, thought it was a I good didn't. idea, but they're like, let's actually put the amount of candles that he is on his cake. So the Instagram picture just is shows a, a fucking, a fucking bonfire. There's more fire to cake ratio. Candles. It's so, it's a funny picture. Um, 
Uh, is his birthday on Thanksgiving? Was he born on Thanksgiving? Uh, may, he was born on, at he the first to... Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sorry. He's pure, Puritan baby off the boat. No, no I mean, hey, I love fucking Thanksgiving. Every single year, Ash Shatter Alarm, we get up and we watch that fucking parade. I yeah. could not have seen more contempt on people's faces than having to work the parade to which ash and i said why don't you just give it to people who actually kind of like the parade give it to a podcast let joe rogan do the macy's parade because he'll probably actually put a shine on it and get some weirdos to come talk or us give it to bob odenkirk who i don't know if you're watching the parade who was fucking sitting center stage i know he was just ear to ear watching the thanksgiving parade i was like it really instantly meg was like is that fucking that's what i said i was like ash was that bob she's like i didn't i couldn't tell because it was such a quick cut yeah and i was like i know that man's face he's one of my fucking heroes let him do it sure i was there i went to the thanksgiving you saw it yeah uh quick round trip i almost speaking of trips like so, uh, you know, you scan your way. When you got two kids and you got to get on the subway, yeah. what are you going to get on the subway and pay $15? You're going to pay for your kids? Are you out of your no. mind? So stop you. I fucking go through. Thunder. Thunder. I go Thunder. through. And I, because we got the stroller, I, I scan through and then I let them through, you know, the open, you open the doors from the inside. Ruby snuck in with me when i was trying to go through the turnstile and she went too quick and stuck me in the middle of the turnstile and it was at one of the ones with the person st- sitting there in the booth of course, yeah so i'm sitting there cheating you know course, and i'm like yeah. stuck and ruby's in already and i just fucking wedged my way out and then so got in because people it's seriously it's decriminalized now so nobody fucking um pays like really nobody pays you see old men fucking jump in the turnstile like it's 1945 and they've got a stick and they're trying to to go get to to a a, right no exactly they're trying to get to a dolly uh, a trolley dodgers game down in brooklyn but i uh then when we were leaving the because obviously big police presence and we were at bryant park and we were leaving and I was as people were coming in, they opened the door and I was like, fuck this. We're just going to go through the door as they come out. Sure enough, big debacle. I trip over Ruby. She trips over me. So it's like the three (laughs) stooges in front of all these cops trying to sneak into the subway. Oh, God. Um, I had. uh, Oh, dominating the news. Open AI. Okay, did you hear about this? So open AI is the company that created chat gpt and it mm-hmm. dominated the news because they ousted their ceo and Same. the guy who created all the money um free he sounds like the guy that went to jail but it's not it's sam it's altman Alt- there's sam altman freed and then there's like sam, sam friedman alt friedman something yeah. yeah yeah so it's not the cryptocurrency guy but another cryptocurrency guy just was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's amazing when you have so much money. Apparently, did you hear about this? Um, Binance, mm-hmm. which is the second biggest um, Bitcoin company, just okay. admitted to laundering billions, close to trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. No jail time. 
They got to pay a four nope. billion dollar fine, which is fucking nothing, and they had to write an apology. And if you fucking do your taxes wrong this year, you're going to fucking get stabbed in prison like Derek Chauvin. I just read I that. I just saw that today. <laughs> get stabbed. Well, Chauvin got the old fucking goddamn toothbrush. I'm surprised it took this long. If you had it on your 2023 bingo card, I think it, I'm not surprised it was on there. No, that I had seen because they fired. I think they hired him back because the open AI dickhead. Oh, yeah. Back to open AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they fired him because what part of what I was was reading and listening to is like there's this weird undercurrent of and I was like, I can't wait to tell Hans because yeah. he is like me and Ash and fucking Meg. We're like, give me a whiff of a nice cult and I'm fucking mm. in. Oh, uh, it's this thing yeah. called like true altruism it's something yeah it's yeah it's true altruism where you are supposed to make the most amount of money possible to do the most amount of good do the most it's a fucking big sauce hack front sit front facing yes that seems great altruism is a great word like being altruistic is something you should wear as a badge of honor yep but if you're a bunch of weird rich insider scumbags yeah. They have like their big thing is like polyamory. Okay. Where they're like, Don't be a nerd. We're nerds. And nerds don't have like a, a wife or a husband. You need to have as many lovers as possible. Nerd lovers. So they like pressure you into also being part of these like huge Silicon Valley companies and you're like, I went to school for fucking eight years i need to pay off my student loans right i have a very specific niche market so i have to be a part of this so i have to be a part of this culture this weird Mm -hmm. culture now that involves like no take your lovers right it's like the fucking will sparrow will ferrell rachel dratch sketch yeah except they have they're your boss it's where your money comes from so it's this huge thing so that like true altruism is at the core of what a- open AI was and the guy that they fired Sam Freed Freed yeah he was just a fucking schmoozer like he was like I can make fucking money right now oh, today Oh yeah He's let's the make guy fucking money, all the money today So they fired him because he was like I don't buy into all your weird cultural bullshit because that's that Sam Bankman-Fried who they put in jail. Like, now it's coming out. It was his fucking parents. They used him to fucking launder all this money, and they're never going to go to jail. Sure. they Yeah, and they were super, like, MIT intellectuals. They're, they're, they're yeah. Berkeley. They're economists. Mm-hmm. They're the people who should tell you to stop. And they're the ones in emails that are like, Sam, you were supposed to pay me 250 k I haven't got it yet. Which he's going to nothing. jail for 30 fucking years. Oh, he only got 30 years? Uh, which or is fucking That's a lot of time. Sort of but, fucking shit for but him. But Bernie like, Madoff got like 9,000 years. Um, But here's so, I don't know if this is a planted story, but here's what I heard about OpenAI. And I was like, that's some Terminator shit, but it's so basic. Mm. It's so interesting. They, it's broken down to where I can understand it. So what I had heard or what I had read mm. was... What happened is the 
AI, the artificial intelligence that they've been yeah. working on, spending billions yeah. of dollars on, um, finally crossed the Rubicon. And what yeah. that means is, so they, it's called is neural networking, basically just pumping all this information so this thing can start to think for I mean, itself. that's what it's, like, that's literally what it's called in Terminator. Right. Is the neural network yeah. matrix. Yeah. So it's this. So they're pumping all this information in. So it's basically like this big database and it can go to. The issue is when they give it a math problem, mm -hmm. it should just be able to grab this information and instantly give you an answer. Sure. But what yeah. they discovered is that this AI solved a math problem the same way a kid would solve a math problem in grammar school without showing its work by kind of getting it wrong a little bit okay. and then kind of <laughs> fixing it. And they were like, Oh shit. That shining is, that apple and putting yeah, it on the table. That is true thinking for yourself. Shit. Like getting shit wrong, correcting it, hiding its mistake and all this. And they were like, this is bad, and they can't. Apparently, this is the story again. It could be planned. Mm -hmm. Who knows what? That they went to him, and they were like, "Uh, we all were like, if you're a nerd, you prepared for that. You were like, oh, when it uh -huh. starts to be dumb, then it's too smart for us, basically, because it should never be dumb. But right. if it shows being dumb, that means it's alive. You know, it's what I mean? forgetting it's yeah, yeah, it's well growing. Part of like it. I mean, it's just algorithms. Like, it's right. not like a human brain. Like, they don't doesn't have like a classic Doctor Who. Like, you have this jelly brain with like right. tubes and shit. It's not Contra. Out of it. No, right, exactly. Like, we're not fighting a giant xenomorph in on an island somewhere. Um, but so it's just someone else programming how you figure it out. So it's sort of like how you get into the conversation. They're like, oh, this is a fun conversation. Unless you've never had a human conversation before. Another nerd can program a a, a tree, a conversation tree. Right. And then you can have it pull keywords out of it. But at some point. It runs out of keywords. You're going to be like, you're boring. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Horny internet fake girlfriend that I paid Forty nine ninety nine for a month? Like, come on. But that's the thing. It's pulling from if so the worry is that Are we coming from the sewer up? Because if we're coming from the sewer up, then we're in trouble. We're coming from the it's it's We always it's, have been. Some nerd put in there, don't tell me what to do, mom. Right. <laughs> right. And now this thing is like, no no put no. Put your no. hand on straight, computer. Like, Sorry, computer, you got this wrong. It's like bullshit. You're wrong and you're a threat to me. So basically, the, they're saying that he knew about it and he was like, give, nope, keep going, keep going. And give like, that computer a spanking, yeah. unplug it and send it to its room for eternity. Just like that kid that was pretending to be possessed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> big dad and shut its ass can, off. We can defeat Skynet because we can't let Skynet be this big giant ginger bully. Right. Who's not a bully because you're you don't you're not front facing as a bully, but you are passive, a passive bully. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, oh man. I just I sent you a thing right before the podcast which I thought was funny. <laughs> it's just like to get in since we're talking about AI, 
it's just something off of fucking Twitter. And of course, it's just like <laughs> I said, it you, it said Hitler was an artist. That's proof AI is correct. <laughs> what do you mean? Because they're like, it's this huge, and by huge, I mean very minute, but it's actual artists, digital artists, painters, comic book artists, versus this whole group of like, we're talking about weird incel sort of just tech people. Like they don't have anything else. So it's like, I don't have the Denver Broncos because I don't like sports. But right. if I was my father, I would get into a fight with someone who likes the Chiefs because Got it's it. such a sure. part of my entity. But I'm choosing AI art right, as my hill to die on and defend and fortify for time immemorial. So there is this huge clash, and by huge, I mean not really, who actually gives a fuck. Sure. But it's like actual artists versus all these people who are using all the AI apps. Right. So it's one side pushes, the other side pushes back. So that guy was just like, Hitler was an artist. Uh, That's why we need to use computers, because computers, I guess, in his logic, can't be Hitler. They can't be mean. That's that's some bullshit. Yeah, that I mean it's edgelordy incendiary bullshit. Like we know that. We've done comedy for fucking ever. Right. It's just goading. That's something someone would say at an open mic to get booed specifically. And then get off stage and be like, Yeah, that was awesome. Wasn't gotcha, that awesome bitch. when I talked, talked about, about Hitler's art? <laughs> how good it was. Did you um Speaking of cult, I hadn't watched a lot. I told you I watched that JFK doc, but I, I mm-hmm. did watch a couple of cult documentaries. Have you? Are you up to snuff on any of them? There's one on HBO no. Max called uh, "Love Is Now." Love right. is here. Here is love. Love is. There's like a tw- twin flames one. Oh, that there's we a twin flame on Netflix. That's oh, a Netflix. Yeah. Okay, that's a Netflix. The love is now. I, I sent you a message. How, if you and I started a cult tomorrow, mm-hmm. yeah. and were, which we should, by the way. Yes, uh, I start drinking again. We start a cult <laughs> because <laughs> this, without spoilers, because it goes on early. Basically, this love is one. This woman leaves her whole family and starts a cult, and her cult is straight up. I'm going to fucking do mushrooms, smoke weed, and drink. And apparently she's just a good time, you know, because yeah. a lot of people do that. That's not a cult. But she no. just takes just advantage. A good hang. She takes advantage of the YouTube boom, right? Gotcha. And gets yeah, yeah, some yeah. followers, mm-hmm. and all they do is fucking hang out. But she does a lot of mushrooms, and now, and they, now, basically, I was like, this is our cult. Because they believe that the spirit of Robin Williams speaks through <gasps> her, and that what? is their eternal guidance. And now they have a bunch of people that all speak right. for her, and they're all dead, and they're all amazing. Robin Williams, oh, one person's not dead. They also think she's embodied by Donald Trump. But the ro- <laughs> So I was like, what are they watching? This is before they reveal it. And everybody's got to watch this. This is early on, so it's not a spoiler. 
You just have to watch it. It doesn't matter if it's a spoiler. I was like, they're watching Mrs. Doubtfire. They were watching Mrs. Doubtfire like, like they church. were reading the Bible. And I was like, this oh, is in. Best. Sign me up. Sorry, Sign Harvey. We're moving fuck. to a trailer uh, in wherever this is. Oh, my God. And then, of course, there has to be a turn. These people are having the best time ever. Because all they're mushrooms? doing watching is Robin's watching Hood? fucking Robin Watching Williams Aladdin? Movies. We're watching Hook? They we're watching... Yeah. They make all Jumanji. their money selling fucking weird tinctures and shit, like colloidal silver, so they don't have to do anything, and they make a ton of money oh. just watching movies. And of course, does all good times fall? They, some fucking oh, to. beefcake fucking streetwalker from Milwaukee who's been fucking Ugh. hobo living for 20 years shows up, and he's like, what are you guys doing watching Miss Doubtfire? Let's listen to Pantera! Like, just oh. harsh as their fucking buzz. And hey, fucking man. We brings were doing meth, all right, He brings man. meth into the mix. Meth and Pantera? Oh, man. It, that I truck should have broke down 50 miles to the west. I felt so bad for these people because they had it perfect. They were so good. It was perfect. Their life was fucking perfect. Uh, it's like any good... Any good stream of conscious, like, it's like any good sci-fi thing. It's like I was just listening to, like, eight episodes of uh, Cortez coming to discover Tenochtitlan. Sure. Discover, oh, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. discover Mexico, but, like, the first interaction with, and you're like, yeah, that, like, first contact is rough. Yeah. And, and the conquistadors are pretty kind of like pantera except mm. instead of pantera it's like old school church yeah ugh, the and worst. instead of mushrooms they're like we like gold mm -hmm. which is actually which is so interesting because we're talking about uh silicon valley because you think of like that first contact like it was just all of these independent and that was how they described it in talking about like Cortez and versus all of the other Spanish conquistadors. Like they all came over after Columbus, all posted up on Hispaniola and Cuba. Yep. And it was not structured at all. They weren't like given an edict from the king and queen of Spain. Yeah, sure. It was just a bunch of fucking roughnecks on these islands looking to make their own fortune so much like silicon valley they're like hey can i get a hundred guys in uh alone i promise i'll come back with something because spain so they were busy all... right the king and queen of spain weren't they fighting like war yeah they, they were they trying were to mix, finance right? yeah they're trying to wipe england off the map yeah and deal with france because they were also you know in, in their own the hundred years war so they're like if we can get yes. all this cash money but they were doing it under the sneak by not doing an official edict like, we're doing an expedition into this place. They're like, just give it. Give us that money. Because that's where all of our pirate mythology comes from. Is because Spain was pulling so much gold and resources from Central America, Mexico, you know, Mesoamerica, the islands. Yeah. That... You know, the Spanish Armada. That's what financed the Spanish Armada. And then when that sank, they went, okay, fuck it. Bring those ships home. Bring as much gold as you can. So the idea of like a chest of gold is because gotcha. that's a Spanish galleon that either was sank during a storm 
sank by British pirates, ship. French sure, pirates, these gold, Dutch like pirates, gold ships. Yeah, but that was who discovered, you know, not discovered, but interacted with the Aztecs was this Hernan Cortez, who we've done sketches about. And yeah, in history is portrayed as this like super dweeby pirate pious like they all kneeled before us because they thought we were gods and in actuality they didn't they were just like you're a nuisance and they did it like they did in europe like we accept you into our court because you're interesting right and you're kind of so that was what was cool was the the idea that it was possibly not so colonial that they all were like oh Oh, you're the blonde god from heaven. They're like, no, no, no. You can come close to me because my friends think you're fucking something else. Like, come on, come on, come on. Watch this guy. Talk. You, 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 you talk in your language. Right. Like, you know, speaks in classic Spanish. And they're like, (laughs) this guy's crazy. I think we could kill him if we wanted to tomorrow. But his friends are cool. And right. because they didn't show up as an army, they're just all privateers. They like were able to sneak in, and then is and it the disease that took him down. Partially the disease, and then partially other privateers were coming to look for Cortez because he went. I got to do it on my own. I'm going to go without the green light from the governor gotcha. or Spain. Sure, and he was like. Fuck it, I'll come back with gold and shit. That'll be cool. And we'll be okay. As long as I have that booty, y'all gonna be fine. So partially what started the insurrection was he was in Tenochtitlan with Montezuma, who was just holding court, and he they were like, We got word from the fucking coast that this big old red haired dude just landed a ship and Cortez went, Okay, fuck it, let's lock it up. I'm taking you hostage. I'm taking this gotcha. gold. We're oh, getting the fuck he's out of here. Protecting his neck. Right, right, but right. But also, I see. the people of Tenochtitlan, which is now Mexico City, were like, you're letting these people walk all over us. Fuck you. So there was like this weird revolt as they were there and they held him hostage and then we're just like, okay, fuck it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Too we're much. from Spain. Too much. Yeah, we were. we had a good thing going. And then obviously the the sickness and everything rolled in, but it's I I was just I was fascinated by the lack of structure. It was just like a hundred dudes and Cortez and his buds were like, we met some people on the coast and they met a woman who could speak Spanish because she had in she had encountered all these other early Spaniards that had been close. Sure, and then they randomly found this like christian monk who had come like 20 years earlier and he was like i've been held captive by the mayans they eat people help me (laughs) and they're like yes sir we will you know just this insane amount of like coincidence yeah and then it was just old grudges like basically it was all these local tribes were like we hate the fucking aztecs like let's tell these fucking guys with oh because they talk about it right there it's very game of thrones and the one thing obviously other than the biology like the the disease that inflicted the most amount of damage was that all of these spaniards would get to tenochtitlan and they were like i have never seen 
anything like this in my fucking life. Because it was so established, right? It was so established. It was gridded structure. All of the like, um, the, the step pyramids that the step pyramids yeah. they had, the canals, the the flowers. Like it was just they had never seen. Or they're like the closest we could think is Venice, and some of us have only seen venice once and they're like that place is a fucking dump yeah so they saw it and the only thing that set them back is their technology was basically like ancient sumerian like they had clubs and their their um sort of blacksmithing was just like like bronze agian oh so so you have like a hundred guys with like they don't even have to be good with swords, but it's just like, eh, you have a sharp it's enough. Yeah. iron sword that won't sure. break under duress. Can you, can you can take five guys with clubs with you by just fucking swinging like a crazy person. Right. And they may take you down, but you're like, that's the number. That's the ratio. Ratio. Just like, it's like how simple that is having that sharp. It's piece Oregon of steel Trail. that doesn't break. It what is. are you going to choose? Really are you going to choose to focus on your society, or you focus on your weapon making? Are you going to choose to? Are you going to choose yep. to take your oxen, or are you going to choose to take your buckshot? You know, it's like, and they chose. They ended up with this beautiful city structure, but they fucking spent too much money on they that. They weren't focusing on weapon any... making, and they got um, like they talk about it, like in weakened. It's. It's called Antioch steel, which they used in, in Game of Thrones as that Valerian steel. Sure. But it was just these mines in northern Syria, what you, which used to be a city called Antioch. They would mine this ore, but it had this natural amount of carbon in it, which was okay. proto versions of steel. Sure. So you take this raw pig iron ore, and they didn't know why. They were just like, these swords can fucking go dude it must be a magical place and it just so happened the carbon content in the earth and with the iron ore and it wasn't until you know like 300 years later 200 years later that they were like oh if you fold in carbon it's stronger it up right and that's what you get let's go eat a sandwich on top of this through the throat right (laughs) through the heart why a spoon cousin um gizborn what was I going to... Oh, yeah, that's a hard transition, but it's a big transition. Speaking big. of who's under the hot seat right now. Under the hot seat. Who's on the hot seat right now? Bradley Cooper. Do you know why? Oh, no, what happened? <laughs> no, you don't know. <laughs> cool I, pants I, or shoe, loosey-goosey shoes? Hook nose. Ah, uh, I was... Okay, <laughs> gotcha. That was my third after pants, shoes, and then... So this is an interesting one. So... Bradley Cooper mm-hmm. is apparently fantastic in this movie. There's Oscar buzz. He's a good sure. actor. He's a good yeah. writer. I mean, he's, yep. he's certainly proven himself. Cuts so a fine figure, that guy. He's made a movie called Maestro about Leonard mm-hmm. Bernstein, right? Yep. 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 Um, what can you say about Leonard Bernstein? Just a proto fucking magician Can't. with the music. He's Hall and Notes before Hall and Notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but Hall and no notes, please just keep going. But he's Jewish and he had a large proboscis. He had a large Mm -hmm. nose. Um, so Bradley Cooper, who's not Jewish is playing him in this Mm -hmm. movie. They gave him a big old fucking schnoz. They do, baby. (laughs) 
So, they do. So people watching it, it's big. And they're just, I think it started with just like, fuck, this is distract. As any prosthetic, it's just like, sure, this yeah. is, I gotta fucking absorb it so I can focus on mm-hmm. this movie. And they were like, this is, wait a minute, there's some socio-cultural thing here. But there, then you look at yeah. it, you're like, wow, he looks just like Leonard Bernstein. And then his argument's like, yeah, but they gave me fake lips and a fake chin. So if you want to see a picture of me with these fake lips and a fake chin and just my regular nose, I look like a fucking creature because we're trying to make me look uh-huh. like Leonard Bernstein. Or you could just not do fake chin, fake nose, or fake, fake nose anything, and you just... Because you kind of look enough like Leonard Bernstein. I've seen the I photos. So too. He's got a little bit of extra, obviously. Like, they are... Which is a good segue for joy work for anyone. It's yeah. on Netflix, and if you have Peacock, there are more seasons of it on there. There's this fantastic show called Face Off. Okay. And it's a a show that is just one of those classic, like, Top Chef, Project Runway, but it's about movie makeup people. So oh, every week they get a right. challenge and it's like Seven Deadly Sins or Got it. You, you need to do an alien that can be in the circus and they do full on movie prosthesis and makeup. Sure. So we've been watching that a lot lately. So which is funny, like I'm really keyed in on like, criti- but you're like, you got to. You got to take it back. You got to know better a little bit. Because their criticism on the show is like, you're not abstracting it too far. And they're making space aliens. They're like, it's, you know, like a fucking jazz era, but it's on Saturn. So make me a. Ah, gotcha. You know, like a jazz player who has like six arms. You know, like, so these people. With with many flaps. Yes. Um,. Because when they get into the subtlety, they're like, yeah, when you get into the subtlety, it really, like, takes people out of it. So I agree. I've seen it. I was like, maybe give Bradley Cooper a little bit to, like, make his nose less like Bradley Cooper's nose. Like, I understand what they're trying to do. Yeah. But there's too much. I'm of the school of thought. Give me photorealistic, and then I'm going to ask for another prosthetic that's like half. And you're probably going to settle for half, and you're still going to make people mad. But at least you went with half. Don't ask Richard Dreyfus what he thinks. <laughs> About anything. So here's my school of thought is like there's just obvious, and then there's too far. And I may I'll take heat for this. But like I heard – because then the other – so – they jumped on Bradley Cooper, and I'll come back yeah. to what I think about that. And then the woman who plays his wife, the actress who plays his wife, his actual wife was Cuban-American, and the woman okay. who plays his wife was not Cuban-American. Right. And they're it's like, she's British not actor, right? Cuban-American. It's like, for me, when you get into those nuances, like, that's acting, man. She was best for the part, and... I don't think she puts yeah. on a crazy, like, fake... Cu- it just... That, she's that's not happened. doing, like... She's not putting on Dreyfus blackface. I love Lucy Babalu. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, Ricky. Oh, Ricky! And the, the the arguments, and it goes both ways. Generally, it goes from people that are gay are like, take it fucking easy. With like, he's not mm-hmm. gay enough to play the 
Wayne Gret Wayne Gretzky's name. <laughs> Gretzky. <laughs> yes, that's who I wanted to be. I don't know where it's going. Greg Louganis. All right. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. No, I'm coming to Wayne Gretzky. You're not gay enough to be Wayne Gretzky. He's like, He's I'm not beautiful, gay. smooth. But uh, so there's there's this, but there's too much history. Just like there's too much history of blackface to even broach it, there's too much history of propaganda against Jewish people with uh-huh. that stereotype of the nose. Just, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so – it's so – like, I get the Cuban-American uh-huh. where they're like – she's like, I'm I'm – Czech American, like I don't know, right? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. It no, it's like Car- it's, isn't it Carrie Mulligan? Like she's British. Yeah, I not British American though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but let if, them take the heat for that. You don't put on that nose, and even without having the wherewithal to be like, you're still like, is this too much like Roxanne? Like, yeah, um, but Roxanne is referential to. No, I know a hundred percent. Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah, 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 yeah. It has nothing. I, I just mean in distracting. Do you think possibly it could be? Obviously, yes. Bradley Cooper is clearly not Jewish. He's not Jewish, no. Um, but he. This has been his passion project. He has said he wrote it. He directed mm-hmm. it. He's starring in it. Is it possible there is backlash because they're like? fuck you why do you why are you doing that like but like what you're saying is like i guess the backlash is the same is like the same type of people are like well why didn't you cast a cuban american to play the wife right why didn't you cast a jewish american or a jewish man to play the part why you you're doing everything else why you and if you have to wear a big old nose that also is drawing. I think he's a, a zero sum game, unfortunately right. for him. Well, they won on the subway ads because that nose is the smallest nose I've ever seen. After they photoshopped, <laughs> that's what made me think. Just that's what made me write nose. it down because I was like, <laughs> button nose. "Nope, that's not what that looks like, baby." <laughs> no, sir. And I was like, Left "I wonder if click. they're going to go in <laughs> and fucking." Shr- There's, it's not beyond the realm of possibility for them to go back and fucking shrink that nose, which is insulting a little bit. He's like, "I got a fucking Leonard Bernstein had a big I nose. Mean, he didn't sure. fucking. That's what makes he was him look like he him. wasn't." Uh, ashamed of it. Otherwise, he had the money to fucking reduce his nose if he wanted to. But he's like, it's I, I mean, Bernstein. it's like we have, like, which also I Again, made a note of it because I think it fits in perfectly because there is a mount. I think now, especially where when we when and where we live right now, there is an amount of the self awareness, but also being hypercritical. For whatever reason, I don't know why you would waste your time. Like, it was just looking at something, and this, I feel like, will tie into the Leonard Bernstein thing, is I saw this thing, and it was like, I mean, it says doctor in front of his name on um, Twitter, but he's like, okay, so here's the thing. I know it's late, and uh, I know I could hear Ridley Scott say, get a life. Oh, boy. But let me tell you, I'm going to go through... And tell you the historical inaccuracies of Napoleon. Sure. To which I was like, that's where we are as a society. 
like it used to be nerds like us who read comics and they started making comic stuff and we got to be like um technically this person was and just nitpicky 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 but now i think we're stuck in a larger society where everyone gets to be like that because sure. wouldn't you if you were in fact dr loose nuts or whatever the yeah. fuck his name was dr gretzky dr gretzky phd and gay um gay <laughs> <laughs> got a doctorate in gay. Um, oh God. Would you like, wouldn't you just be happy they're making a fucking three and a half hour movie about Napoleon? I was as like, opposed to be like, a fucking Napoleon don't movie? see it because the mortar shells. And I stopped and I was like, he's going mortar shells. He's like, scene yeah. one, it's nice to have uniforms that are look hand stitched. And it, at least the guard to arms have. They're classic crushed blue. Yeah. But then in scene three, the mortar shells, Ridley, please. It's like, come on, man. Just enjoy a movie. The fact that we get a movie about fucking Napoleon Which that people crazy. may give a shit about. I was like, what the fuck is this? How are you getting away with a Napoleon movie? Who gives a Stanley fuck about Kubrick Napoleon? Stanley Kubrick wrote a fucking textbook. He wanted to make a fucking series of movies. And Stanley Kubrick couldn't get it done. Yeah. So could you just be happy they made a fucking movie happened. about Napoleon? Yeah, exactly. Is but any... the same thing with, like, if you love Leonard Bernstein, wouldn't you be happy just to have... Right. I mean, the, maybe, the movie could be trash. I don't know. Say In which good. case, you can defend your love of this historical figure or what they've done. But it's like... I guess the fucking knows. Why not? Yeah, don't watch people it. Don't are watch dying anything. on the hill. I mean, I think, I think, I think when things come to that, I think even I'd be like, without without the help, you know what I mean? Right. Of the online, mm-hmm. I'd probably be watching and go, that's a bit too much of a. I mean, what is this? What that is? I, that's interesting choice. I did see the trailer and thought that as well. Right, but then I saw. it. A picture of Leonard. Picture Bernstein. of Leonard Bernstein, and he is he's smaller than fucking Bradley Cooper. So I guess like like his nose is more pronounced because he's like a skinny guy that only smoked cigarettes and drank fucking right. gin all day long. I think uh, I think it was just an oversight, and it can be left at that. And you're like that was yeah, was an oversight. You're probably gonna pay a price for that, but they, that shit's not gonna not gonna be able. To I let feel that like down. yeah, you got to take your knocks like. How are you going to take your knock? You're making a movie about Leonard Bernstein. Either you don't, you just show up. If you are committed as Bradley Cooper, I'm showing up day one. I wrote it. I directed it. Everyone I know really likes it. I'm going to be Leonard Bernstein. Well, you're going to get knocked for either not yeah, interesting. looking like Leonard Bernstein or you're going to get knocked for looking like Leonard like, I think it's you can't win. I couldn't have won. Well, it's interesting. You go right back to what you just mentioned, and there's somebody that has done all of his characters without a fucking stitch of Joaquin Phoenix. Played Johnny (laughs) Cash with his is is hair lip a fair term? Yeah. I think it is, right? He he doesn't fucking hide that. They don't put makeup over it. He's playing Napoleon with it, played the fucking Joker with it, and he acts the hell out of it. And it's not yeah. to fucking distracting. You know what I mean? No. May- maybe the first time you saw it, you went, oh. But it instantly goes away. Whereas if you put a fucking bandage over it in Napoleon, it would be distracting. 
<laughs> what is that? A Band-Aid? Wait, um, it's got a big old Band-Aid on it? But no, so there you go. You don't, you just don't need it. But yeah, I, then people would be like, he doesn't look like, you're, you're right, you're right. But that's the thing, like, I don't think any, like, again, they're not grousing about what Joaquin Phoenix looks like, because they're like, well, he obviously doesn't look like Napoleon. I've seen the paintings. And yeah. then they go, okay. Okay, complain about that. And it's like, no, no, no. Okay, everybody accepts that he's not really fucking Napoleon or Napoleon's great-grand-nephew. Oh, like Abe Lincoln's great-nephew, Carl? Oh, just he's got that Lincoln look. It's Ralph Lincoln. His name's Ralph Lincoln. <laughs> Ralphie Lincoln. How is that um, possible? Just, yeah. like, it's fake. It's, yeah, it's fake. fake. Yeah. So it's I think Bradley sh- Cooper sh- erred on the side of, like... And I get it. I'm a fucking nerd. If I was able to a write, direct, and or be in a movie, I love prosthesis. I just told you about the reality show I'm watching. Oh uh, yeah, like, sure. Give me all the makeups. Yeah, if you have, if you it's can be photo, getting, total realistic, sure. We're wig and makeup guys. Give me a wig. Give me. Give me a I wig need and that. Makeup. I need that to get into gentleman pervert. Mm-hmm. I need a gentleman pervert, very dick shaped nose. If I'm gonna be. A weird chin. Give me. I need something. Speaking of gentlemen perverts, did you know that a young Nick Hogan oh, has been arrested yes. for a DUI? And the new, gentiliest new of perverts. Information has come out with the best photos <laughs> ever. New information has come to light on Nick Hogan's DUI that him and old Papa Nick Hogan were busy pounding fucking fireballs. Judging a wet t-shirt contest in Tampa, Florida at their shared fucking bar. Fucking crab shack. (laughs) Why did they do that? They got, he got divorced from Nick Hogan's mom. And is that not the smelliest apartment they share ever? Uh, And again, I don't want to. Two mattresses on the floor. I want to drink shame anybody. No, no. You're right. You're right. Just fortified wine. You're doing wine shots. Yeah. Spicy wines. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, you don't. I. Uh, it's like Lord Byron. Like they like weird. You're right. The the smell alone. Because you know Hogan doesn't show up at four thirty in the morning to make sure the night porters mop the oh, johns no, no, and no, scrub no. the grills down. No. That you place sh- just smells like dirty fryers. Do you think Hogan is like? He's the bar owner. I'm talking Papa Hogan. Do you think he's like a pain in the ass when he shows up to like the bartenders? Like he sits at his end of the bar, like just count, looking at his mail, and then everything that happens in the bar, he's got to have a piece of. Like what? What did that guy say? What do you say? He tips you, right? Do you tip good? Did you, did you tip me all right? Yeah, Hulk. It's fine. Because like, if he doesn't, you know, you tell me. You tell me. How was the delivery? You don't sit at that bar because those rousties in Tampa, Tampa crusters. Oh, just fighting nonstop. They're just bothering him, right? You got to think. I would like to think he could sit at the end of the bar like a fucking Scorsese movie, either with his coffee and Red Bull, or no, exact chamomile tea and Red Bull, oh boy. or his Red Bull and Sprite. Yeah. Two straws, two red straws. No, no just bother. sipping, glasses on the end of the nose, <laughs> reading the dirt sheets to see what's going, Survivor Series this weekend? Oh, yeah, well, you know, back in my day, me and the match. And, and then they're just like, oh, I can't hear this. Jane, I can't flip that cassette tape over. 
Um, <laughs> I want to hear real American again every uh, hour on the hour. But so yeah, so he, nothing but spaghetti. Yeah, they serve a lot of carbs in that restaurant. But like yeah. to be Hulk Hogan, what is he? He's in. He's. It's probably his, in his yeah, late sixties, twilight. But he's in. He's oh. wizen. He's a wise man. But divorce yeah. does strange things to men. You've seen. I think the his world. wife, young, left him for oh, his young. son's buddy, his son's and he lost yes. his mind. And he's like, "I'm just gonna fucking live the rest of my life owning a bar on the surf, hanging out oh, with my yeah. main dude, my son, who even his son's like, yeah, but you yeah, still gotta be my dad. Like, we're take Tuesdays off of so I can try and be the manager here, please. Yeah, I yeah, need exactly too many. I need Nick Hogan energy, not Hulk Hogan energy. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to be. You Nick think Hogan. he goes by Mr. Bolea? Nick? Oh, does, does Nick, Nick go, go by Boloa? Bolea or he go Hogan? No, yeah, he goes by what I said, Baloa. Nick Baloa. Um <laughs> Nick Baloa, there's that one guy who's always so close to getting up. his fucking head kicked in. I think his birth certificate says Hogan. Probably, right? Because did Hulk Hogan no. change his name officially? I mean, that's his showbiz name. Do you think, I mean, I wouldn't put it past old Mr. Bolea to name his kids his fake name that he I took. I think he did. From Minneapolis wrestling. I mean, I probably would. If I was Hansi. Hans Hogan? Hogan. H-H? If I was double, double H. Double H. If I was Hans Hogan. You'd be a. I would probably give my kids the last name Ho- if I if I had like Fame Hogan because what they were they were Frywald at least with the name like Hogan they can go into a restaurant and be like you know I don't know like Hogan's. Hans Hogan are you Paul Hogan's son no Hans Hogan oh right this Ooh, way sir right this way <laughs> well please wipe that gingham sheet <laughs> off please <laughs> dump extra crabs on that picnic table <laughs> extra fritters for them. I suppose they're, they're I mean, the famed HH, the HHs of South Tampa. Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't drink shame. What about this drink shame? Sent you a couple, uh, oh, couple stories. Yeah. How green is your pasture? How brown is your toilet? Yes. So that's grief. let me get my mic right. Yes, the first story I sent you. Since we're on Super Saturday, it doesn't have a name. Uh-huh. Doesn't. Uh, shitter day. But apparently, <laughs> instead of Black Friday, plumbers call their, uh, they call Friday Brown, Brown Friday, Friday because everybody's clogging their fucking toilets. Brilliant marketing for plumbers. <laughs> Local plumbers. It? Like, I think they got like a, they all sent a letter, like an old chain letter, like a curse. Like, can we all band together and just call it Brown Friday? So we all get a little a extra work yeah. Friday morning. Not a bad idea. Because that's a, a, an insane amount of poop to clog a toilet. <laughs> well, they start with a good byline. Did you read that? I did. Yes. Stuffed yes. turkey. More like stuffed toilets. Which is a great. <laughs> it's really that's lazy. The... Really, really lazy. Oh, man. When's the paper due? Eight o'clock? Yeah, I wrote that at 730. <laughs> Plumbers are bracing themselves for oh, a they shit don't even, show. You're right. And they don't even say shit show. They do S dash yeah, to, how to they show. Do that? 
They blame it on overeating. You know what I think it is? I think it's shoving all those fucking side dishes that people are like, I've fucking been eating sides oh, for an extra ch- week yeah, for 35 years. Let's just dump these sweet potatoes down the toilet this year, you know? Well, that's what I'd fucking, yeah, throw that shit in the toilet. It's where it all ends up. I love that they, like, picked places like Jacksonville, Indianapolis, fucking Virginia Beach. Most clogged up plumbing cities. <laughs> Of course, it it's all just a shitty toilet. Just a very poorly crafted sewer system because they say New York City, no problem. They haven't, they, I'm, that's just because New York City is a fucking, we're all too broke paying rent. We just deal with clogged throw toilets. The, we just sh- <laughs> throw it out the window. We, we have night soil here again. That's how poor New York City is. We fucking shit in buckets and just sneak it out the window at night. It's like Teddy Roosevelt's fifth Thanksgiving God. in New York City right now. Brown Friday. Let's see. Then I sent you this Brown one. Brown Friday. It's like, come on, guys. Is there that much poop? I I think you're right. I think it's just marketing where, you know, you get you get your name out there. You get your Big number toilet. out there. You get your story out there. We all know because Black Friday, and that was one of my notes because yesterday, well, obviously Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So we all know that, like. When we were kids, it's all the news, the news about like fights. A mother yeah. and her grandfather died today at Walmart because right. someone stepped on their neck <laughs> to get a you know a fucking fourteen inch television. I worked some Black Fridays at Kmart. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so it's like bonkers, and now I feel it like, has it tempered. Have you it's noticed? So yes, yes, because it's all online, and they've had Black Friday deals on Amazon. Since mm-hmm. last fucking Tuesday. And that shit is, I've had stuff in my cart. I don't like to admit that I shop on Amazon, but I shop on Amazon. Oh, of course. Um, you, I, you can't get around. I mean, you can get around it, can, but, but I choose not to get around it because it kind of is easier. It's easier and it's, honestly, it's more affordable, which I guess is the same as easier. But um, that shit, they just put a real red sticker next to it and 90% of the shit is the exact same price. Because mm-hmm. if you put oh, yeah. shit in your cart, you know if the price changes. Um, no, I, Black Friday is not a real thing anymore. No, uh, back when no. I worked, yeah, go ahead. I it, I was gonna say my note was like now it's sort of like Soramon's Tower hmm. because Black Friday used to be that you go out, you try and get a fucking Nintendo sixty four for thirteen dollars. Yeah, so your fucking son and daughter like you for fucking half a day yep. longer. You get that one morning, you get that one hot pop. Um, but now, cause I was like, cause Jeff Bezos, it's all, like you said, it's all Amazon. Uh huh. Jeff Bezos paid for a football game to be played and on Garth Black Friday. Brooks fucking concert. I know. And it was our, our dirty jets. Oh God. Scrubbing yeah, that a, brown toilet for that a fucking was brown Friday, green Friday, green for, but like that is like Weak. he has supplanted like everybody is now because I was talking to people about it at work. It was like because I worked, we drove back from Indiana and I had to work Black Friday morning. Gotcha. At the restaurant. So it was like I could either see it being very busy because today is OSU versus Michigan, which oh, is. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Um, the end of days, conceivably. Right. If they lose or the heights of heaven if they win. Um, so I was like, I could see being busy where I work because I was like, maybe these mothers and 
sisters and daughters who are all together for Thanksgiving want to go out for a nice lunch Mm -hmm. to get away from Thanksgiving, but also not be a part of the pre-football madness. Sure. Ended up not being a thing, but we're like people I worked with were all younger and they're like, oh yeah, Black Friday. I don't really like. One girl was like, I'm going to go with my mom to the mall. And I was like, that's what I know. And she's like, we're not buying anything. We're just going to go for a walk. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. And so it was there. I was like, oh, yeah, just like Amazon has totally supplanted 100% Black Friday to the point where like Jeff Bezos and his his wife had that weird photo shoot. Did you see any of those? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, Hans, it's so good. He is like shirtless like you as soon as you see it you're like he's just fit enough hgb or whatever just clinching they're like in an old missile silo i think he's got combat boots and like the the khaki (laughs) the green khakis on a little jaunty hat and then his like attractive busty wife is being attractive and busty so she gets a lot of screen time which hey man it was me that'd be like you do you yeah. I would have avoided the like the flex. Uh, I look like a hunk calendar yeah. with like I got you work gloves on. So full of shit. Yeah. And then they're just like laying on stairs and he's got like a suit with shorts on. Like it's the, such a surreal. And I was like, you are the king. You're one of the kings. Yes. Like yeah. it's the you ha- Black Friday is not even what it is. You've taken the name. Yeah. You paid for football. First time ever. It's yeah. like we were talking about last last pod with the Saudi Arabia and like mm-hmm. WWE and all the sports. He just went, I want this. And they went, um, well, I don't know. He's it. like, we I tried. will pay you. Change your fucking schedule. Give me a football game. And they went, we can't say no. Yeah. yeah I mean, they so could have said no, but so they much chose money, not right. to. And not only did he take it, supplant it. They just added a new one. So now all you see, if you put anything for Black Friday in your cart, mm-hmm. it now says Cyber Monday. Because that's right. a fucking so they get thing now. They get whole, both. They get a week. It's they a get week. Amazon a few week. weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, Amazon it's has such, every It's week, such bullshit. Honestly, but they didn't get me because I was going to get a TV. I'd show you. But I found one on the street. On th- it was a Thanksgiving <laughs> miracle. Street V. So I found a street TV all because I was like, I've been trying to do work from my bed. <laughs> Memphis. So I was like, I because I had like the perfect amount of pillows propped up. And I got a small apartment and you have to, you know, a small apartment with a full family. You got to mm-hmm. navigate yeah. where your space, you, you do have to have space to work from time to time. So if I can't go out, I got to do space. I either got to do it in the other room mm-hmm. um, or I come in here, but I, I need that background distraction. So I was like, if I get a fucking TV at the end of the bed. And I could show you the bed. The bed goes from wall to wall, basically. You oh, got about you this much, at this angle. much of space. So I was like, "All right, Black Friday, I'll get a TV. I'll get a small one, a Michael Scott style, mm-hmm. like a seriously, like a small <laughs> one. And I'll get one with a Bluetooth, so I can just fucking sit. Uh, if I do end up watching a little tube from the bed, but I was like, I found this TV. It didn't have a cord, so I ended up finding a free TV and uh-huh. sync, but it's an older one. So I have yeah, an yeah. old, like, it's not a fire stick, but it's an old, like, sling bot when I had sling <laughs> for some kind of free thing. And they sent you, like, a free, it's basically like a, it makes your TV a smart TV. That's what it does. Because okay. this baby ain't a smart TV. It's a Dynex. 
Yeah. Um, Ooh, I know a Dynex. So yeah. I got a Dynex, no cord, no smarts, no Bluetooth. So I was like, all right. You got to get those was, hot check cords off of Timo no. to get that TV to work. You don't think I searched Timo? I searched <laughs> Timo. Takes too long, though. So I, and it didn't have a thing to hang it. So free TV, but I sunk five bucks into a cord to make it a pluggable mm-hmm. TV to make it work. If it does, the cord comes today. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> it might not work. It didn't have a fucking cord. And then I sunk $10 in to f- f- get a Bluetooth adapter. So already I'm in 15 bucks for this free Ooh, TV. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? I had to get something. Oh, and then I had to sink. It was Black Friday. I sink eight bucks into a non-screw wall mount so I can wall mount her on the end of my bed. Like Grandpa Joe. Was that all just so gum? What, it, what does that put me in? Gum uh, tape? I don't know, 25 bucks, and I'm nervous Ooh. now. That's Brown Friday. She doesn't have you. a remote. Oh. But I think the Slingbot, I can Do you have a Dynex, program extra the Dynex around? I can Slingbot the remote to the TV, maybe. But I might have to go five bucks into it. But still, that's a Thanksgiving uh-huh. miracle. Because instead of going a, a hot 80 for a smart TV, which would make me part of the human race with a normal thing just to put the thing up and have a remote and it's got bluetooth it's got everything i have this old fucking codger of a fucking amalgamated crazy heavy ass i guess you could call it a flat screen but she's thick Uh, oh i love it so yeah no i will say when we um the week and a half before thanksgiving we had gone to stay in the hawking hills and we stayed in an a-frame and they um so we did some hiking and um had some fun but they've just redone all the a-frames so they have legit non dynex slinko yeah televisions and i brought we brought our oh, old, yeah, like DVDs we were telling you like yeah. old, our old horror movie dvds and because i'm a nerd instead of investing in a nice television i just invested in a lot of nice dvds sure so we had this like seemingly relatively new newer than any tv that i've ever owned um we put in creature from the black lagoon and they had all these extra settings it was like you could watch this in 3d what it had a setting where if we had 3d glasses we could have watched it because the print on this blu-ray because the movie ran in 3D. Oh, like, you could gotcha. have your expensive rich guy 3D glasses and we could watch, you know, the creature's grossy mitt sure. swipe at us. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, these TVs look with all of these like Blu-ray restorations. Like, it's so weird. Like, it makes black and white movies look even more. Because for me as a kid, when if I saw something in black and white, I was like, that is f- fact. Yeah. Because black and yeah. white things are history. Sure. But they have these restored and like black and white moves so much more smoothly and weirdly on a restored like Blu-ray disc Blu-ray. on a new HDTV. Like it looks weird and artificial. Like it looked like. It didn't take me out of it, but I was like, it looks more like a video game, which I was like, oh, that could be cool for young generations because it it has a flow. Like if you can get into the story, it looks like 
you're grinding it out on like Last of Us or whatever fucking video game you want to play. Did you put on your rich guy big nose glasses? It just puts big noses on every character? <laughs> right. No, exactly. Yeah. My <laughs> own. Because I was living high on the hog. <laughs> what did I... Uh, oh, I... Speaking of history... I think I agree with you. All 3D glasses should have a Groucho Marx nose on them. Sure. Sure. And that's... that has nothing to do with anybody... Other than you look goofy with the fucking 3D glasses on. So you oh, might can you well not wear embrace. Groucho Marx glasses anymore? Um, I think you can. I'm sure. Think people are like, why it. would you? You guys are fucking. Right? Like, why? No one's, no one's fighting you. It's such an old joke you that mean it now is can't? racist. We're like, no, he's really funny and he wouldn't care. They, uh, I saw something in history which was. Uh, as, I guess, exploitative as all the fucking JFK head exploding videos you just get to see which is so desensitized it's crazy um but this one i was like no they're not gonna so this was a video in like 1893 there was a big already oh was it 1893 or was when was the wright brothers playing that was 1912 right uh, it started late 1800s i i, I gotta dig out one of my ohio quarters because we're feuding with <laughs> oh yeah Kentucky West about Virginia where the Wright brothers are from. They uh, so this was right around turn of the nineteenth uh-huh. century. Uh, in 20th it has century. to be late eighteen hundred because we had airplanes in World War One. Yeah. So. Oh, I know it was right around there. So this is the fight for aviation and flying. And this French guy mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, yeah, they're building planes, but what about a flying suit?" You heard about this guy? So I feel like I was I like, have to whoa, it. I was like, this is crazy. And it's all this old footage of this guy. And of course, it's like, I'm going to say eight, you know, late 19th, it's mm-hmm. 1800s. So he's got this giant boxy suit with like these flying squirrel attachments from like uh, sleeve mm-hmm. to fucking knee. It's like, this guy's, this is crazy. And he's like, so he makes this big announcement that he's going to unveil this suit on the Eiffel Tower because he's French. And they're going to have a big press conference. <laughs> and they, the police are like, no, no, no. He's like, no, no, no. It's Easy. all for show. He's like, we'll be up here because it's, it's a flying. Fine. But I'm not doing a demo or anything. He was. He was doing oh. a demo. And so all the cameras are on him. And he just whoop, hops up to the edge of the Eiffel Tower. I'm a human guy. jumps on. And not only did that suit not fly, but the weight <laughs> of that suit just brought like him it. down so fast. But... At least, uh, luckily, I'm not so desensitized that even though it was like 120 years ago, I still was like, I saw a man die, fucking fly to his death, like start the highest of highs, his flying Uh suit. Top of the Eiffel Tower. Tallest point in Europe. Within five seconds with that weighted lead suit, just a fucking (laughs) bush. Lead is the lightest earth element. God, certainly I will fly. I, I forget this guy's name, but it's crazy. I mean, I can't. You can see it because enough time has passed where you can just watch this man's death. But I just put in flying suit, Eiffel Tower, and she's gonna and you're come like, up. The, that's the thing. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Like, yeah, exactly. we are beasts. We're beasts. We are all beasts, mm-hmm. and there will always exist videos like that it, for all intents and purposes should have been on the 1812 version of faces of death yes they just filmed trench warfare people being right. shot yeah guy falling off cliff i mean it does go back motorcycle like, explodes it's interesting too because everybody kept saying that 
Oh, I guess that was murder. They're saying that JFK was the first person ever to be murdered on film. Which I don't know if that's that's what they say, but I feel like mm-hmm. aren't there old video of like oh, I'm sure executions like the like, um I have the first film he, right uh the I guess maybe they don't consider it murder they consider it like execution you Ex- know the, the I shoot the shooting say, I feel like I've seen like hang like yes yeah yes there, there's that guy tied up to the pole where they shoot him and he goes Rrr. that's what I yes 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 yeah, so. or like outlaw hangings on the first like yep crank real but you're right technically that's not a murder that is a sentence you're being sentenced to death sure yeah i love splitting hairs yeah splitting not hairs like jfk on, needs any more laurels resting on him first filmed murder yeah, i'm sure boy. he's like i'd rather not have that credit oh man yeah stick to the pt boat please i like camelot that's nice didn't you guys hear about that story where i filled all those oil tanks with brews <laughs> we just had a we're having a tootin rootin tootin good talk time. about that the coconut i put the message in was my coconut bra <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna say coconut brain bring her all back to bring her all back around he can't go for that no no <laughs> yeah. you can't do i did do uh we were talking uh, gotta bring it all back to hitler okay no i had it so like i told you it was coming back Coming back from Thanksgiving yesterday, Black Friday, mm-hmm. to show up for early shift, of course, because that's just how it gets done. So you got to do it. Um, so, there was a... <laughs> so I showed up and I we left like super. We got we're up at three, out the fucking door on yeah. the road, yeah. packed everything. We put all the food away, like you know, just like you're burn on, that candle at both ends down to the bitter end where your fingers are just eat charred. Yeah. yeah. So we get up, go get Harvey in the car, get our stuff, say our goodbye, everything, hit the road. And we're like two thirds of the way through Mm -hmm. and um, gassing up in Cincinnati. And I get the old buzz on the old telephone. And I was like, what the fuck? And the way the schedule's done at work, it's all done on an app because that's how shit's done. They're like, you're supposed to be at work in 15 minutes. And I was like, what? Yeah. And it was basically just typically on a weekday, they're open an hour later. But because it's Black Friday, they decided oh, to be open. And nobody told you. An hour earlier. And they probably told me, but I didn't look at it because the schedule didn't come out until we were already gone. So I was right. just like, oh, I work in the morning. Cool. 10 o'clock. We'll sure. be there by 10 o'clock. Ugh, so we're there. So feeling. I just fucking roll in. Like, Ashley helped me do my hair in a parking lot. Like, I got. Crazy undershirt over really wrinkly dress shirt. Oh, yeah, right. And, of course, it's just the fucking busted ass, like, lame-o, like, nobody shows up, whatever. But we got a guy that's training, and he, you'll you'll know the type. He, he's just, like, that lifer, sort of, like, New York bartender. Okay, sure. Like, he's been in, like, ten bands, except when we were in New York. They were bands you might have heard about, and in Ohio, you're like, I don't fucking, you know, the, you know, the breadsticks, cool, whatever. <laughs> like, I fucking no, I didn't see them sure. at the local VFW. But he's just like really intense, and it's really early, and everybody else is kind of crispy, right? Obviously, after, I'm super yeah. crispy because I've been up for fucking five hours already, and he's just like going. 
just just fucking firing like everything. He's got questions and opinions about everything like, really hard. And it's like, it's too fucking early for this. Like, what the fuck? So every time like I come around him, he's got like a hot take and everybody's like, oh, okay, whatever. Too much, too much. Too yeah. much. And like, just like opinions about movies. If you're like, I like this movie. He's like, I think that movie sucks. Uh, you know? Okay. Or like hot take. Adam Sandler made Steve Buscemi's career. And I was like, well, Ooh, that is, a that hot is take. not true. That's a real hot take. Not true. And then I listed all the movies Steve Buscemi was in before the Adam Sandler movies. Obviously, he had never seen them, so he didn't right. want to accept my point of view. So then he was correct. I was like, cool, I'm done talking to you this morning. Sure. I'm just going to go stand in the corner and uh, take notes and read my phone. Uh, <laughs> came around the corner, came out of the kitchen, and he just goes, Joseph Stalin's the worst person on the planet Earth. He's like way worse than Hitler. He killed his own oh, people. I know that fucking argument. Sure. <laughs> but he was like, what? What are you talking about? And he was like, yeah, so I know Hitler's bad, but Stalin's worse. And I was like, this guy's going to bat for Hitler. Like, what uh, the fuck are you talking about? It's fucking 10.45 in the morning. Oh, God. And he was doubling down. And people like, down. And they're like, they're, everyone else there, like, I don't know how old he is. He's younger than, like, he's probably my age or younger. You're our, our age. Like, you yeah. should know better. So everybody else that works there is in their 20s. And they're like, no, unacceptable. You can't say that. And he was like, Hitler wasn't as bad as Stalin. I was like, this just motherfucker don't. is two steps away. He's going to bed for Hitler. Like, what are you doing? It's Black Friday morning. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, brother, come on. And then it just turns out he's on fucking high on cocaine. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah, I knew Spoiler that. alert. It's so funny. That weird. What a weird. So my. Ruby loves Steve Buscemi now mm -hmm. because she's been watching Rumpelstiltskin videos. And I was like, have you ever seen this? So I showed her a clip from Big Daddy. It's like a weird oh, deep yeah. cut clip Hell where yeah. he's like, he's talking to these kids about putting rum in Yoo-Hoo. And he's like, you yeah. don't know what rum is. And the kid just goes, Rumpelstiltskin? Rumpelstiltskin's a good man. So she was laughing at it. <laughs> so I we watched Big Daddy last night. And she had to watch this scene so many times. And I was like... You're right. That is the funniest fucking scene. The first time you see Steve Buscemi, he's playing uh, a oh, homeless yeah, guy. Mm -hmm. And the kid walks by, and they're late for breakfast at McDonald's. And he's like, why are you on the ground, mister? He's like, that's a good question, kid. He's like, I never... I made a lot of bad choices in your life. And he goes, why? <laughs> he goes, eh, I never really thought about it like that. You know, well, this was the disco era. and That's right. Uh, disco and he's era. like... But why? He's like, you know, kid. He goes, all right. If you shut up right now, I'll get you a egg McMuffin. He goes, how about a sausage McMuffin with hash browns? He goes, deal. And then he just pretends to pass out. And that's funny <laughs> in its own. All right. And yeah. then they go, all right, let's go. He fell asleep. But the best part is, and it kind of goes back to the Billy Madison part, is this is where the genius comes in. Mm -hmm. He pulls out a little notebook, opens it up, and takes a pen, licks his pen, and just goes, sausage mcmuffin and writes it down and that's it and i was like that is such a weird funny detail know, just like, that like he's just detailing yeah exactly it's that tiny just amazing detail and i don't know i don't know what that's why ruby kept rewinding it but we were just cracking up watching because he's a fucking night. master he's so good 
It was so funny. Like, you know, it was like two weeks ago we rewatched rewatched Con Air. Oh it was yeah, just fucking, he's so good. At that is creepy. So yeah, awesome and weird and silly, and he's unnecessarily creepy. That's a good movie. in it, and then he has no repercussions for being like a fucking yes. killer. You just the last thing you get to see him, sweet home Alabama, and he's got a bunch of babes around him. He's like, yeah, Yahtzee, you know, like he's shooting craps and like winning. But isn't that the scene? Isn't there a weird scene where he's in like a yard with a little kid? Yes, because yeah. you're led to believe he's going to murder this little toe-headed blonde girl. Right. Yeah. And Because she's singing, you got the whole world yes. in his hands. And then Steve Buscemi with the dolls is like, he's got the whole world. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, fuck. Boy, Every, oh, all of the criminals are breaking bad again. Oh, and then man. you're like, well, he's the worst one. And he decided not to and just... Right. That scene has always stuck with me because I love Steve Buscemi and that movie's great, but I was also like, He's also like a Beautiful. mega serial killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like Hannibal versus Silence of the Lambs. Eh, give and take. Interesting character. <laughs> he's so evil, he becomes good. Comes out the he's other like end. He's like AI. He's so dumb, he's mm-hmm. smart. <laughs> well, what do you say? I say I think uh, we love you all and there's nothing you can do about it. Who's taking credit for this episode? So who's got the restraining order on this episode? Ooh. It was byline. We gotta go. We we restrain Hall because I think we could get Oats on a at least a call in. Oh, you think we could get Oats? Maybe just for a just for a. Hey, you're listening to Jerk Practice 109. This is Hall. Right. Oh, we could totally just pretend Tony like we have a fucking terrestrial radio show. Yeah, he, I don't think he would fucking bat an eye. All right, if anybody out there that has Oats's contact info. Let me know, and if anybody's interested, wait after the jerk practice uh, tag out, because you might hear a little piece of Tony Curtis's album. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to look for it. I don't know. Do we got Tony Curtis doing an album? Hey, he was Oates, in a musical, we got Tony Curtis. We got maybe he's Leonard doing Bernstein a song about, stunt double. Yeah, maybe he's doing a song about Stalin. Being the worst. Seeing, being worse than Hitler. He's the worst guy around. Stalin, Hitler not Hitler. ain't so bad as you think. <laughs> it's gotta be Stalin. It's relative. Stalin's bad. Stalin's eyes. There you go. Finally. Yes. Nice. We pulled out a fourth. I knew there was one more <laughs> Hall and Oates song I couldn't remember. There's only Stalin's four we remember. That's creepy right there. Stalin's eyes oh, are yeah. watching you. It's like 1984. That yeah. was the, the paper I turned in instead of reading 1984. Stalin. It was just the lyrics to <laughs> Private <Stalin>. Eyes. <laughs> but replaced said, with Stalin. Stalin and Big Brother. I wonder if... if Stalin's eyes. I'll have to look it up. Because I wonder if you just replace Stalin's eyes, if it fits the... Uh, if it every move, Stalin's eyes, eyes watching your song. And then lay some like nice heavy Soviet brass underneath. There you go. I see you, you see me. Watch you blow in the lines when you're making a scene. Oh, Stalin, you've got to know what my head overlooks. Eh, 
who's fighting for these lyrics? Come on. I the know. senses will show to my heart when it's watching for lies. You can't escape my Stalin's eyes. I'm watching you. I see your every move. Watch. Ah, so it only works with the. You can with, change it into. Yeah, I'll look, work. Think about I'll his mustache. Yeah. Think about his Brown Fridays. You know. Yeah, usual. we can. I can make that. I can make that happen. If there's no Tony Curtis, you might get a Hansi. <laughs> Well, we could we could always we leave him leave him wanting more. You yeah. either get Tony Curtis this week or you get Stalin's eyes next week. You never know. Yeah. Oh well, there's. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like rappers are really strangely taken, like Nipsey Hussle and yeah, yeah. So if I'll be damned if there ain't a. Tony Curtis on Apple Music that uh, don't look like Tony Curtis. <laughs> Holy shit. Do you know what Tony Curtis... All right. So people... Out uh, Tony Curtis is established. I'm sorry. He's an mm -hmm. R&B guy. Yeah. Uh, the name of his first album with him giving the okay sign. Okay sign? Designing Women. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. It's it's a JP bit in and of itself. Yeah. Tony Curtis's album is called Designing Women. It's beautiful. I don't think Tony Curtis did an album. Only the other Tony. Anyways, you'll we'll have get to him. listen we'll to find out. We'll get that Tony Curtis into an album. We'll get him in here. His bones, or we'll, anyway. We'll sue his estate to get his AI. Just said he died with a net worth of 60 mil. Oh, hello. That's more than I would have expected. I guess it goes to Jamie, huh? Got to. Does she have a and brother? The, and the guest family. Li listen up after the credits to find out if Jamie For Curtis, has, Curtis a brother. has a brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it. No way. If she's got a it's, brother, that brother is the lousiest of louses that you've Vivian never heard of. Curtis it. Jr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Jamie Lee Curtis has a brother, that guy is weak sauce oh you, you get a nice atv from his lot though oh sure <laughs> ben curtis maybe all right <laughs> nicholas curtis <laughs> we got some rough curtises here all right all right well we love, love you and all nothing. and there's you can do about, about it about it perfectly in sync Jerk practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Many a guy wanted to be like Tony Curtis. They their hair like Tony Curtis Remember Houdini The magic that he made Operation Petticoat With Cary Grant he played Song like it hot Dirty baby, the Boston Strangler, great stuff. I don't mean maybe.
In 55, there were thousands of Tony Curtises Right out of a hive, there were busloads of Tony Curtises When I was a teen, I wanted to be Tony Curtis. Hello. Hello. Have a lovely day. Today. Special day.